kai ngā waiwai kai kapua, kai ngā waiwai kai pakeaka o te motu, rarau mai ki te hui. Ko mihi ngā rangi tēnei, e mihi atu nei, kia koutou katoa. Welcome to the hui, Māori Current Affairs for all New Zealanders. E taroa kenei. Are Māori over-policed? I can remember being handcuffed behind my back and my head stomped in. I think it is common knowledge that Māori are over-policed. Do Māori believe police are racist? There's bias, probably. Uh, I wouldn't call it racism. I think everybody's got a bit of prejudice in them. We reveal the results of a special poll on Māori experiences of policing. And how many times I've been arrested, uh, just walking along the street and they pull you up and they ask you questions. Back in my days with the police, yes, we, we, we got targeted hard. And our panel breaks down the results. In almost every police statistic, Māori are overrepresented. Māori are 16.7% of the population, but account for almost 44% of police procedures. Some say that's because Māori commit more crime. Others, that it points to racism endemic in the police force. The police are doing their own work around this, and we'll talk about that shortly. But first, we polled a representative sample of Māori about their experiences with police. And we started by asking, overall, do you believe the New Zealand police force is racist toward Māori? 28% believe there is institutional or systemic racism in the police force. 40% say some individual officers are racist towards Māori. 4% say all police are racist. So that's a total of 72% who believe there is some degree of racism in our police force. 22% say there's none at all, and 6% don't know. And that's a huge result. Nearly three quarters of Māori surveyed believe the police are racist in some way. We wanted to find out what lay behind those answers. So next we asked, have you or someone in your whānau experienced racial discrimination by the New Zealand police in the past five years? 37% said yes. They or a member or their, of their whānau had experienced police racism over the last five years. 23% had experienced it once or twice. A 4% five times or more. 47% have never experienced racism by a police officer and 16% said they didn't know. Uh, we'll discuss the results of our poll with the Hui panel shortly. But first, I caught up with Ta Kim Workman, who heads the independent panel investigating bias against Māori within the New Zealand police. And I began by asking, when will Māori attitudes towards police change? Well, it'll take uh, generations, I, I, I guess. But what I would say is that the process has already started. And what's been really uplifting is to witness the police having those difficult discussions amongst themselves. And I think uh, we're in a place where the police realise, or starting to realise, that when we talk about systemic racism, we're not talking about them personally. We're talking about changing the way the organisation works. And the evidence is, is pretty clear that unconscious bias training is ineffective. You know, why do people feel that the police are racist? Is it about personal behaviour? Because the evidence suggests that that's a very small part of it and that it's more likely to be around the procedures. 
Can you tell us about the police buy-in? Are you feeling confident that you're going to have open-door policy to do your mahi? As those conversations have continued, that willingness to engage in difficult conversations has increased. You said earlier it takes generations to see some real change, but um, how do you put some measurements in that are going to please everybody? If we find areas that we can change now, we'll do it now. Things like police stops and deciding who's going to get charged and who's not, the way we use force and make decisions about using force. If we can improve those areas, it will benefit everybody. I'm joined now by Inspector Scott Gemmell, who heads the Police Operations Advisory Unit, Justice Reform Advocate Julia Faiporti, and Rahui Papa, a long-standing member of the Police Māori Focus Forum. Tēnā koutou katoa. It's wonderful to, all, to have you all in the same room to have this wānanga. Rahui, I'll come to you. You're working with Ta Kim on this piece of work. Um, when a poll result turns out like that, you know, two-thirds of the respondents have experienced racism, is it overwhelming? Where do you start? That's why you've got to give kudos to the uh, Commissioner for actually instigating this and bringing Ta Kim and a group together mm -hmm. uh, to actually look at it. So, you know, uh, Commissioner Bush talked about um, uh, unconscious bias uh, and Commissioner Costa has actually brought a group together to do these sorts of uh, you know, stats uh, analysis so that we can start changing the dial because it's got to start today. Mm. Julia, um, we have lawmakers, some lawmakers still say that, you know, they don't believe there is systemic uh, racism or bias even. Uh, does that make it more difficult to get the job done, to start it? It's just quite outdated. It's it's difficult if to address an issue if you don't own the issue. And that and the ship sailed on that. I mean, previous police commissioner has, has owned uh, systemic racism within the police. The current commissioner is actively has appointed this group to address it. And our whānau have spoken loudly for longer than I've been alive about their own experiences. So catch up, you know, you're either in or you're in the way in yeah. terms of addressing this stuff. When you, um, when Ta Kim says it takes generations, it was going to take generations to start seeing some change of attitudes of Māori towards the police, um, he does point to some good change that's happening that he thinks, um, and it's the growth of diversity of, up, of the police officer inside of the force. Are you seeing that? Yeah, I am. I... I think it's important to understand the historical context that's got us to this point as well, and bringing a panel on board is something I feel quite privileged to even be a, a part of. Um, but when we look at uh, the most recent wing that graduated only a few days ago, the um, Arihia Sterling Wing, um, had um, over 28 Māori on that wing out of 70, um, and the majority, I think it was about 22 Māori women, now that's, that's amazing um, and should be celebrated because it was only five years ago that there'd be 22 Māori over a whole recruit year mm. and it's been achieved in one wing. So I think that is a, we should be cognizant that that's a start and we still need to keep working towards it. Yeah, I think even the, first, the very first story we did for the Hui seven years ago was a Māori woman who just couldn't get into the police force. And so, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Seeing those numbers is actually fantastic. When um, Scott talks about having to think about historically what's happened with us, as an iwi historian of an iwi who was literally invaded by the Crown, um, 
How do you bring that conversation and is it accepted? Are people happy to talk about it? Well, everyone across the country knows that there's been a love-hate relationship with the constabulary right from the uh, 1800s right through to the present. And I think that the consequences of Raupatu have uh, a lot to do with it, uh, you know, historically. Uh, and, and I think that uh, iwi across the country are looking to the terminologies around it's our obligation and responsibility to provide our tamariki mokopuna a better platform than the one that we inherited. Uh, and that includes not only uh, policing, it includes the corrections, uh, it includes all of the ne negative stats that we're facing uh, in trying to bolster the positive stats as well. Mm. It's interesting because we're talking about the whole criminal justice system mm. right there. And while this is focused just on police, mm. um, it has to be the wider conversation, doesn't it? I think there's definitely two things. Systemic racism exists within every government agency, so police aren't unique in that. In that. However, I think the conversation needs to be shifting. I agree, Matua, that we should be, um, we need to leave things better for our mokopuna to inherit. I was born the year Paul Tatatu was released, he Fai Paanga Hai from Matamuana Jackson was released. Those statistics and experiences have not changed for our whānau. My vision and hope is recognising as well that it is not the role of the police or corrections, and they can never be this to provide the, the care and support to our whānau, because right now the role of the police has expanded dramatically, that they need to be responding to mental health um, call-outs, to um, issues resulting in alcohol and drugs, uh, and they're not, they're, they shouldn't be that, and they can never be that for our whānau. So mm. we need to be having that conversation about how do we leave things better set up for, for our mokopuna, and I really think it's about reducing the reach of these agencies into the lives of our whānau. Mm. We're really grateful for you in this wānanga. You know, it's, it's actually rare to have someone from police talking with our academics and our iwi leaders and the rest of it. In terms of your mahi, as Julia says, it's not just about police, it's about dealing with mental health, it's dealing about health and poverty and the rest of it. Are, uh, are we ready for that conversation? Are, you, are the doors open, are the ears open in those other ministries for you to talk to? That's a hard one for me to answer. Like, I, I think there are. There's people within our other agencies across the wider criminal justice system that are looking at what we're looking at as well. Um, but I'm really focused on what we can do. Um, for a long time, um, police have been um, dealing with a lot of things that are downstream of what um, are not happening or people are struggling to make. These are really complex issues, yeah. really complex problems. And unfortunately, we get the call, the 111 call when people are there. Mm. They're probably on their worst day. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, but what we can do when we get on their worst day is try to find outcomes for them that are going to be better, that are going to lead to better outcomes for them. And if it means that we're conducting research into our bias that operates within an operational organisational level, then let's do it. Um, interesting there, because I think we all, all understand is when someone's on their worst day, it's not just the police that are going to be able to support them, it's got to be multiple agencies. Where do iwi come in in that kind of sense? Is there a, is there a place for iwi Māori post-settlement? Yeah, very much so. So it's about whānau standing up for whānau and whānau supporting whānau. Uh, you know, so, you know, they, uh, the police might get the 111 call, but actually 
living with the experience is within the whanau. Uh, and, you know, all of those um, negative stats are, are prevalent. Uh, and, you, you know, and so iwi are uh, uh, bending over backwards to try and figure out how we might be able to support. Uh, and, and I agree with uh, Julia that it's actually not just government agencies that have to do this. Actually, sometimes they just need to get out of the road and let whanau and iwi do it for themselves because we're finding in... Uh, in other uh, sort of avenues, we're actually working pretty well with our whānau and the whānau have a lot more trust and confidence in whānau rather than the boys in blue or, um, you know, the, the other colours of the agencies. Kapai, we've got um, so much more to unpick in the poll, uh, including how do Māori feel about the criminal justice system overall. Uh, we'll be back shortly with this panel. My hoki mai, welcome back to the Hui's special poll. Next, in our Horizon Research poll, we asked Māori to rate how confident they were that the justice system overall performs fairly for Māori. 14% are very confident, 7% are confident, 18% are somewhat confident. A total of 39% have some degree of confidence that the justice system is fair for Māori. But 18% are somewhat not confident that the system is fair, 19% are not confident in the justice system's fairness and the same number, 19% are not confident at all. Uh, so that's more than half, 55% are not confident of fairness for Māori in the justice system. So back to our panel there, more than half of those polled are not confident um, the system's fair for Māori. How much of a concern is that or are you, is that normal for you? Not concerned at all. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, for Māori, for police, for our communities. I and mean, we know our histories. Um, we know statistically as well the different outcomes for, for Māori that go through as people who are charged through that process and also majority of whānau who are victimised. Can you give us the, the process, the justice system? Like, what are we missing in there? We talk about police and the courts. Is there more to it? Well, I think there are a, a lot of different things. We can talk about the pipeline and what that looks like, but I think um, what we were talking about earlier, um, Scott and, and Matua here, were talking about police having to be the one-stop call for mm. people to make contact when they're in, we're, they're in their worst day. The police should not have to be that. Their role has expanded hugely, and as um, Rahui had said, that iwi, whānau, hapu, hapuri, we are ready. We need to be looking at reallocating the resource to our, to our own communities to engage with that need. That should be the role of police and we and I've you know heard called it all from police that they don't want to be responding to stuff that shouldn't be their mahi we need to be reducing police presence in our in our whanau when you know half of our whanau will never will never have trust and confidence in the mm. police and I truly believe that and that's not the role of the police to try and fix that we shouldn't be investing in trying to brand policing better within our communities there are some parts of our communities that can and never will trust the police and therefore our whānau still deserve support. It doesn't need to be the police and it shouldn't have to be. That mm. needs to change for our whānau. In, in some of the early research that we heard about at the beginning of this month actually, and it was the stuff that was launched last year, uh, they found that there is bias within the police and there's some problems, but they don't know where in the pipeline the problem is, so they don't know where to start. 
Where do you think it is? That's because you, we shouldn't be tinkering around with just se selective parts. Actually, it's, uh, you know, in Dame uh, June Mariu's words, mai te kopu o te ki te kopu o te whenua. Uh, and so it starts with Oranga Tamariki. It starts with the education system. It starts with the Ministry of Social Development. All of those things have an impact on the lives of uh, people. And so, you know, when you come to the uh, courts uh, and the uh, police and the corrections, um, actually we're talking to heads of bench uh, when, we, when we're talking about uh, systemic changes within the court system. Um, uh, the New Zealand police with the advisory board, the corrections uh, with uh, their strategy, um, you know, and, and there's a whole lot of strategies out there. It's about getting in there uh, and doing something about it. And sometimes mm. it's about well, that's a wonderful strategy, but devolve the resource, like Julia said, devolve the resource to Hapori, devolve the resources to Fano uh, to make sure that we get the calls so mm. that we can uh, we can wrap around uh, our Fano uh, in the best possible ways. Just one, I just want to touch on that point, though. Yes, there's all these policies and strategies, but we and all of that, and agree with what Matua said. But we know the pointy end of it means that our Fano are more likely to be policed, more likely to be charged, prosecuted, more likely to be incarcerated, more likely to have our children removed um, from mm. them for interacting with um, police in the system. And so that those are the the lived realities of our, of our whānau and hōkairangi is an amazing strategy um, but you can't give life to that within the system that inherently can't be uh, trusted yeah. by Māori and that's that's where it goes to, back to community and to our own whānau to, to run the solutions. So when we look at those stats, 55% have some kind of not confidence in the police, sorry that's bad English, but 20% of that have none and when, you, when you're hearing um, the work that iwi and whānau want to do do you suspect that, that some of those people are involved in that area of policing, the difficult stuff uh, around the oranga tamariki, the, you know, having to interfere and to intervene into people's lives? Mm, yeah, I, I'm encouraged when I hear of community hapuri, those that are um, involved in an area that are really community oriented, looking at pathways for their own, I really am encouraged by that. I'm... I still think, um, I know uh, Julia said that there's some that will be just really too hard for us to mm. reach, some whānau, some hapori that are too hard. It doesn't abrogate us from mm. trying. Mm. You know, we um, are prepared to open our policies and our practice and our procedure, our training up to be able to find the most equitable service that we can do because we've got to a point now um, I think we're at a turning point for us now where we can actually push forward and make some changes, as Taka mentioned earlier. Um, it will be difficult. It will be difficult for us to get into some of mm. these communities, but it doesn't abrogate from us trying. Is it and about relationships? Is that the key thing? So if you've got great relationships with your local hapu, iwi, whatever, if, if you've got those, does it make policing easier? I, I think it all starts from relationships. Um, people have to understand and I, I, even back to the panel, when we first had our uh, a joint tour with Sir Kim's panel, and I have the privilege of being the chair of an operational group, the key to that, when we had two sides mm. in one room that didn't know who each other was, was to find that there is actually a common intention. We really want to do the best we can for yeah. our hapuri. Cool. Um, so too does the panel.
It, it was key though, Mickey, because bringing in the people on the ground yes. with those within the community was key because you actually have to identify the problem to find the supported resolutions yeah. for those problems. Okay. And I think that there's a, a, a lot out there. Kia ora. We, I've just got to go to... Let's have a look at these. Māori are also overrepresented as victims of crime. More than half of Māori surveyed have been a victim uh, and 46% had laid a complaint with police. So older Māori were more likely to lay a complaint than those under 35 and men were more uh, significantly more likely to lay a complaint than women. Uh, we also found Māori victims with lower household incomes were less likely to go to police. And after the break, we'll look at why that might be. Welcome back. We saw that nearly half of Māori in our survey had laid a complaint with police in the past five years. Let's look at how well they feel police did. One in five found police were excellent. About the same number thought they were very good, and 29% said they were very good. So 69% of Māori were happy with the way police handled their complaint. 11% reckon police handling was somewhat poor, 7% said it was poor, and 13% said it was very poor. But despite believing there's racism in the police and all the negative statistics, more than 80% of Māori still value the work of the police. So, yeah, eight, so you've got 20% who um, have, don't have the confidence, but you've got 80 who still think that there's value in the police. Does that give you optimism to carry on in, the, in, in working through these things? Um, absolutely, yeah. I, when I read the results and just heard them again, I was pleasantly surprised um, and happy really because it means that the toil that many have before us done in order to try and build um, value worth from police to our communities is paying, is paying dividends. However, I also look at the 20%. I, I look at the numbers that um, have laid a complaint and have felt that there was value add there as well and we've done a good job but there's always another side there that there's people that are missing out on the service that they deserve as well so it gives us more drive to carry on and and do what needs to be done in order to meet their expectations mm. and what they deserve. It's pretty generous eh, of Māori given that um, so many of them have been discriminated against that 80% still have faith in the system. Oh, I think it's uh, 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 a bit of a newsreel actually uh, because you know with the so many thinking that there still is systemic bias or systemic racism within the police and then 80% who have actually been in contact with the police thought that they were pretty good but that means that the New Zealand police have some more work to do because we're not stopping at 80 we want 100% of people to say our interactions with the police have been awesome I know it's a pie in the sky and um, but that's where we should be aiming I want to break down some of those numbers if I can with you Julia so there's a large number of women who don't report why is that well, it makes perfect sense to me, given the amount of a number of women I've spoken to who are mamas contacting the police, um, often in domestic violence situations. That what that can, what that triggers is actually oranga um, tamariki. So the fear of losing their child or having their child taken from them outweighs the fear of dealing with, you know, the the fist of their partner or whoever it is that they're engaged with, which is a, a problem. We sh they we need somewhere safe for our whānau to go to where they can get safety and they can feel safe, and it's not the place, and it never will be in that situation. 
Yeah. Um, so how important is the data? So you guys are all working in the area of data. Why is it important to have data around? Oh, it's hugely important because that's where that's how you can uh, look at where the the problems are uh, and uh, and appropriate the resources that are needed to find the solutions for those problems. Um, and and actually, the collection of data means a conversation with whānau. Uh, and that's the ultimate thing for uh, for me. Uh, so it's not actually the numbers, it's the uh, act of having the conversation with whānau to get where they want to go and then finding whānau solutions for whānau issues. Has the data been helpful? Actually having some tangible numbers? Because we didn't used to do the inequity numbers before. Mm, absolutely. I think it's been, it, it is excellent because any change that we wish to implement needs a really good evidential foundation. Yeah. And then as the data comes through, then it's opening up the corridor, opening up the conversation around what's in behind that. The, the survey you did um, opens up so many questions that will just help us to understand the picture, understand how we can deliver a service that's even better and, and expected, actually. Final thoughts on the poll? Not a surprise. Um, I will give credit where it's due, and the police are doing active steps to address the um, bias and racism within their own systems and structures, and to our own whānau and people. We must uh, imagine more um, in terms of where we get our support and help from. And I, I just think that some of the role of the police needs to shift. Corrections, OT, back to our own Harpurian community. They've funded billions of dollars. Actually, let's reallocate that to our whānau, our communities who can be that support for our whānau. And for, for you, Scott, any final thoughts for you on the poll? Um, no, I, I mean, whenever things, when like in building up to something, I like to um, go out with our operational staff as much as I can to really understand what are the pressures that they have when they're going to a family violence situation or family harm incident, and then. Um, the only word I can think of that describes it is they pivot, and they pivot to someone whose mother is um, upset because their son's trying, mm. just tried to commit suicide. They do this within the space of an hour, and I'm really impressed with what they do and how they can do this and how they look at every situation and re even simple things like reducing numbers in a home to reduce the impact that it has. So even if we can have a a groundswell of people in our organisation at that constable level, at the sergeant level, that are doing great things at their level, then it's, it's, it's our responsibility to lead that out. Ka pai. And Rahui. Well, the police motto is you know, and that sea spray uh, that's coming at the police will take different shapes and different forms over different times. Um, and I think that the adaptability, I think that the New Zealand police leadership in, in bringing these issues to the fore, to bring in actually those on the ground, those within the community, the academics, the stats guys, the, you know, all of those uh, brought in together will find a solution, I think, and that's where we've got to uh, focus. Uh, it's got to be uh, a solutions focus and not just an inheritance of bad form. A good place to leave it. Tēnā koutou Thank you so much uh, for joining our wānanga um, and our poll. Tēnā koutou. Kua
Nā te puna whakatongarewa te hui i tautoko.